Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're asking what people from other countries think about living in Catalonia. Mediterranean climate, good food, beaches, not to mention excellent healthcare and public transport. What's not to like about living in Catalonia? Well, how about high rents, low salaries, hellish bureaucracy? Those are some of the issues highlighted by our listeners and Catalan news readers who got in touch this week to tell us the good, the bad and the funny side of moving to Catalonia from abroad. We'll be hearing from them very shortly. With me today at Filling the Sink HQ are Christina Tomas-White. Hi, Christina. Hey, how's it going? And Killian Shields. Hello, Killian. Hello, Lorcan. So you two were at an event for Barcelona's international community last weekend. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it was very good. It was the Barcelona International Community Day, and it was just an event put on by the city council, the local authorities, to basically give newcomers and also people who've been here for a while already just some opportunities to network, to get in touch with some organizations that can help them, or yeah, just even get some basic information about uh, setting up your life here. Yeah. And Christina, you took advantage of that to kind of grab a few of them and get their thoughts for the podcast? Yeah, we talked to quite a few people. I mean, you've gone through the transcription, so you've heard it all. Um, and as well as that, we also got messages sent to us, which is good as well, because I suppose people at that event were based in Barcelona. But Yeah, a lot of them were. I mean, there were some people that came from, you know, um, further up the coast and other towns and stuff like that. But most of the people we talked to lived in Barcelona. Yeah, because I suppose a lot of the experience maybe we're, we're going to hear in this podcast is kind of based in Barcelona. And I suppose it's worth saying that your experience of moving to Catalonia might be very, very different if you move to some like small village in the mm-hmm, Pyrenees mm-hmm, or out mm-hmm. in the countryside. So in actual fact, foreigners make up 16% of people in Catalonia, over 1.2 million. That's out of a population of 7.8 million. Um, obviously, we were speaking to just the English-speaking part of that. So it's it's not a maybe a whole cross-section, but we, you know, we heard from people from... Yeah, from Lebanon, Morocco, Colombia, Iran. So it wasn't only um, people from English-speaking countries. Yeah. Well, let's hear what some of them think of living here. We're going to start... On a positive note, this is the good. Hi, good afternoon. This is Myron. I'm from the Netherlands. I've been living for one and a half year in Barcelona right now. I really think it's nice compared to the Netherlands. Like, I love that you're able to go outside. You live way more outside than I, I, I did in the Netherlands. You have a lot of terraces. It, it depends on the place. If you know the places, it can be super cheap as well. Sometimes it's cheaper to eat outside than to eat inside. When you're a little bit done with the hassle of the city, you can go to Montjuic, uh, Tibidabo, whatever. There are like natural places as well where you can just go and chill. So that's something like about the quality of life that I actually really like. Hi, my name is Maled. I'm Lebanese. I had the option to live anywhere in the world because of the political situation in Lebanon. So I had to continue my studies anywhere and I chose Barcelona. Look, for me, honestly, Barcelona is the best city in the world. Barcelona has the weather, the beach, the mountainous area. It has the infrastructure, the cosmopolitan vibe, the perfect public uh, transport. The food here is amazing. The people are amazing. The culture is amazing. Everything is interesting here. And honestly, it has been a life changing experience. My name is Irene Villani, and I really like that Barcelona is a pretty small city with a very big international community. 
the idea of Barcelona is like just a, a city where people uh, like to come to come to party and enjoy food and the beach and there's much more like in terms of culture, history and things to do. It's a very dynamic place. So I think it's been uh, it has a it's been misrepresented in a way. And another thing that I really appreciated is that maybe it's because of the climate, but it's a place that uh, uh, makes you want to do sports and be outside and be more, have a more active lifestyle. So it, I think it's very nice. It's something that I, I appreciated a lot coming here. Hi, my name is Julia. I'm from Austria. I've been living in Barcelona for almost exactly six years now. I, I love everything about it, basically. the Obviously, the weather and, you know, that it's the fact that it's a that there's a big um, international community, that there's loads of opportunities culturally and also work-wise. And also I like the fact that I, I could live next to the sea, but also have the mountains nearby because I love the mountains. And so it kind of had everything. It's not perfect, but it kind of had everything I needed to be happy. My name is Amy Jahopford and I'm from New York City. I have been living in Barcelona for more than five years. I first visited Catalonia in 1987. I remember what Barcelona was like before the Olympics. Very different. Now it's cleaner, it's more modern, and the transportation is phenomenal, very effective. But what hadn't changed, thankfully, are the people. My name is Dominic Schack, uh, and I'm from Australia. I, I really like Barcelona because it's got the beach and the mountains. And I guess coming from Australia, I, I did miss the beach in my years in England. So I guess it's quite liberal. Um, I guess there's a lot more kind of social freedoms to to be able to buy beer in a supermarket, uh, to be able to go to the beach, and I guess you see a lot more a lot more people enjoying themselves. Um, Australia's quite regulated in that sense. My name is Carolyn. Barcelona is all like a complete experience. I like to go some places and find different kind of people, like uh, different nationalities, going around the city. I really enjoy it. I've been in the region since uh, 2018. The weather's a different kind of Mediterranean climate than California. Oh, the healthcare is just night and day. It's very good. The, the, there's no wait times, I don't think, you know. I, I, there is no comparison. If, if I get sick or I get cancer or I have something, I don't get bankrupt <laughs> here. First of all, uh, I'm from Casablanca, Morocco, and we are uh, very close and we are neighbors to, to Spain and to Barcelona. I think uh, the, 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 the first thing that is very important and when we remark here is that the openness and the freedom. So I would say that between our two countries, when you are in Barcelona, you do your life, you personal, professional, you have your freedom to decide, to talk about what you what is good and what is not. And even in terms of collaboration, interactions, building a network and trying things, you, you find more support and more openness. My name is Raha. I actually came here uh, two years ago uh, to study my master degree in Universidad de Barcelona. I feel really being supported by the community, you know. As a woman in science, I really appreciate that. Yeah, my name is Nakta. We are from uh, north of Iran, and our culture and our uh, nature is very, very similar to Barcelona. Here, we didn't uh, feel like strangers. Our neighbors always ask us, how are you doing? How are you today? What are you doing? And in my province, 
neighbors ask, how about you? How are you doing today? Everything's okay? Yeah, it's very similar. Well, that sounds amazing. I mean, if I didn't live here already, I would definitely be wanting to move here. It was funny there. Dominic was just happy to be able to buy beers in the supermarket. Like, I suppose it kind of shows that what you think of a new place you move to depends massively on the situation where you were before. You know, it's different for everyone, isn't it? For sure, yeah. I mean, it's the same case for me coming from Ireland initially. To me, the public transport here is absolutely amazing. The the free healthcare services that are far beyond what I'm used to and where, where I used to live before. Not necessarily free. It's more like we pay it with our own taxes, but... Free at the point of service? You don't have to pay to go to see your doctor, basically? No, 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 no. And there was a survey, actually, just a couple of weeks ago, actually, about people from the international community who live in Barcelona, specifically. And yeah, healthcare was kind of more or less top of the list when it came to what they rated positively, along with, I think, just overall kind of quality of life, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's it. It's kind of, there's intangible stuff in there, isn't it? You know, it's kind of the atmosphere, maybe on the streets. If you yeah, yeah. A lot of people with... were telling us about how they really enjoyed the vibe. But how, yeah. how do you define a vibe, you know? Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah. And there's a lot of love for the climate as well. But it's funny, like all, all the people that move here, like myself, like you, Killian, as well, from abroad, it's like, oh, yeah, Barcelona, climate's great and stuff. Then when it actually gets to the middle of summer, it's like... Mm, August, August here. here. <laughs> awful, yeah. it's awful. You so, couple that with so many apartments not having any air conditioning. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Be prepared to sweat. Okay, well, that's just kind of a nice link onto the bad because we you know we people also told us they're kind of more negative experiences if you like of living in catalonia so let's have a listen bureaucracy in my opinion is super difficult in barcelona especially like to get a cita previa for the nia like it took me so long and then i just went to the police station and they gave it to me you know without asking so like i'm like okay what what's the actual way to do it you know when it comes to the cost of living i think like comparable to the way like to what you earn i think the rent is super expensive My name's Rebecca and I'm originally from the UK, but I've lived here 27 years. I I live in Banyoles now. I've also lived in Alot and in Girona. In general, salaries are probably lower than uh, many, many other places. And contracts are also, uh, there there are plenty of short-term contracts, especially in the business that I'm in, which is language teaching. The cost of, of living has definitely gone up during the time that I've lived here, so it's much more expensive than it, certainly than it, than it used to be. Um, bureaucracy is like the worst. It's horrible. I've had a business here as well. I owned my own business here for about seven or eight years. Bureaucracy <laughs> needs kind of cutting down and streamlining big time, but it, you know that, that's not happening. And related back to work, I think they also need to improve, for example, being self-employed particularly, that's a nightmare here, or setting up a business. It needs to be much, much easier. One thing that I, I dislike, but it's, it's what every bigger city has, right, is that you have to be really careful about your belongings and holding like very tight to my bag so I, I won't get uh, robbed or anything like that. So that's something that... I always enjoy when I go back to Austria that I can just leave my bag, my purse next to me on the chair. I am Cindy Moncada and I come from Colombia. I I think that uh, they have to work on how to begin, you know, like how to do the first steps, either if you want to work by yourself or if you want to work for a company. The salaries are not so high. 
I mean, uh, in terms of the of comparing with the rent and the cost of living, the taxes are kind of um, difficult. Like personally, I had a huge fine just because I didn't have enough information. I think a lot of things here in Spain depend on the person that attends you on the day. Uh, sometimes the rules are not strictly adhered to. Uh, sometimes it's, it's difficult to find some of the information on, for example, uh, acquiring and replacing a near, for example, um, getting an appointment to do such. Um, if, if you know people, it can go much quicker than if you try to do it the normal way with all the normal regulations and rules. Uh, my name is Mahmoud. Yeah, I'm uh, from Iran. As a student, we must uh, renew our permitted card yeah, for every year, you know. But in every year, about uh, five, four or five months, we don't have any uh, residency card. We are, we are in processing of, you know, residing. Now, this is the bureaucracy of, you know, this is not so, so fast. This is so uh, slow. I know many foreign students here which use cheap uh, education because, for example, a study in PhD here is very cheaper than other countries. Use the system and then go to other, uh, for example, Nordic countries yeah. for working. For us, we are uh, thinking about to going to Germany because you know Germany is to change our our, our permission to the uh, permanent permission card, you know, and after that maybe come back here, you know. My name's Claire and I'm English. But I also got the nationality of Holland. I think uh, living in Barcelona is fantastic. It is everything that I ever wanted and dreamed of. Uh, the people are nice. The food's great. There's just a couple of things that um, I find really difficult. I find the bureaucracy a minefield. And that involves uh, getting appointments for things like NIEs. And that you have to pay someone to get you an appointment like under the table when you have to go to the national police. For me, that's like really crazy when you come from Holland that you have to pay someone to go and see the police. It's quite stressful because uh, you want to uh, be part of the system and you pay into the system, uh, but you can't actually join the system because uh, you can't get appointments. And sometimes the paperwork that they ask you to produce is just mind-blowingly complicated and it would be nice if it was made a little bit uh, simpler. Okay, so we heard it there. Not everything rosy in the Catalan garden all of the time. And I mean, something that really struck me listening to that is what Claire said about paying someone to get you an appointment to go to the police in order to get your documentation as a, as, as a foreigner. And I, I mean, I knew that that happened. I know that that happens. But just the way she laid it out, like you, you basically pay an appointment. That is just that should not be happening. Like, you know, <laughs> definitely should not be happening. But it is. And it's exactly how I got my own residency card as well. Yeah. Um, I know so many people. I mean, I was lucky or just when I moved here, I, I wasn't working. So I had the time to just sit on my laptop, refresh, refresh, refresh until I got an appointment. But that's yeah. basically what you have to do. That's what I tried for weeks. And the appointments only come out like very early in the morning on a Wednesday morning, just once a week. Isn't that the case? Uh, yeah, and there's all sorts of rumors about when yeah. like, you go online, there's forums dedicated yeah. to when do these appointments appear? You know? God, what a nightmare. Yeah. In my experience, they're, they're snapped up immediately and then it's like, oh, try again next week. Yeah. But I, I went to one of these... Uh, 
like photocopying shops right beside one of the gigantic police headquarters and i was told oh you go in there you pay 20 euro you'll get your appointment it's literally right beside the the police headquarters building there and i mean the main theme that we heard over and over and over again there was just the sheer amount of bureaucracy and how difficult it is to to kind of navigate it another complaint we heard from quite a few people was about salaries Mm -hmm. and short-term contracts they are very very common here Hmm. Well, tell us a bit about, like, how does Catalonia compare when it comes to salaries? Um, Well, compared to the countries uh, that the people that we were talking to came from, so like the UK, the US, you know, um, many other Western European countries, Catalonia and the rest of Spain would be on the lower end compared to them. But um, actually, if we look at 2019 figures, which is the latest year for which we have figures for Catalonia, Spain and the rest of Europe, Catalonia is slightly below the EU average in 2019, which was 20,307 euros. That's the... Net annual income. That's the EU average? Or that's, yes, a ca- that's the EU the average? EU average. And, and in Catalonia it was... It was 20,049. Okay, so more or less. Yeah, yeah which there. is slightly above the Spain average of 17,287. Okay, so I, I guess the people that are saying the salaries are low... They're maybe comparing it to places they've lived before. Right. right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you've lived in other Western European countries, it is going to be a bit lower. And also comparing it to the cost of living, which, I mean, is quite cheap maybe to go to restaurants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, but in supermarkets, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 pretty much the same from my experience as the UK or Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, minimum wage here is 950 euros per month. But um, average rents in the Barcelona area are very high, like easily 900, 1,000 or more per month. Yeah, rents, of course, as well. Well, we've heard the good. We've heard the bad. Now it's time for the funny. My name's Joe Woodward. Uh, I've been living in Catalonia since 94 and in Barcelona since 97. I remember like I'd only been here for like a few weeks and um, very hospitable person invited me to her house and so in Ulot in deepest Catalonia and I went and I wasn't really used to how the whole food thing works here you know so there was like a a, a first course and then there was like a salad and then there was something else there was some pasta and by the pasta I was I couldn't eat another thing okay and then they bring out the like the meat and the fish and the dessert and I was like I couldn't you know it took me a few days to digest everything, basically. Too much food. Uh, I didn't know what's coming, so I sort of, you know, I filled up too quick, basically. Yeah. My name is Elia, and I'm from uh, Los Angeles, California, but I've been living in Barcelona for the last seven years. It's been an absolutely amazing experience. I was working through an agency that placed me in a school teaching English and living with uh, Catalan families from the school. I had an amazing experience at my first calzatada and learning about cagatillo, which was a culture shock because it's an interesting uh, tradition. But overall, uh, it's an amazing place to live. My name is Joris, Joris Pellem. I come from the Netherlands uh, and I originally came here to Barcelona to study. First came, it was my first time really moving to a big city. It was like overwhelming. amazing how the city was i'm actually trying to learn spanish and they also said to me okay just go out there and try it so i went to my local store but i couldn't understand it at all it was catalan and apparently it's way different than spanish i mean i'm still a beginner so i'm trying to 
understand the difference a little bit. Thank God also for Catalan News, who provides the news also in English. So for me, it's perfect to understand as well. I followed you on Instagram. And, uh, Catalan News for me is the best uh, reference to get news, you know, very quick and uh, in a complete way. So as a student who come here without knowing Spanish is a very good reference. Uh, thank you very much. Great to get a few shout-outs for Catalan News. Wasn't that nice to hear? Ah, lovely. Um, Christine, you were speaking to Joe and a lot. Yeah. Joe, who went to a lot. Yeah, was... yeah. He lives in Barcelona now, but when he first moved here, he lived in Girona and like up in that area. Um, yeah, those kind of cultural differences. Has that ever happened to you, Killian, where you, you thought you were going for food and it was just going to be one course and they just didn't stop feeding you? There was one time I went to a calzotada actually just before the pandemic kicked in. Um, Calzotada, you might have to explain for some listeners. Sure thing, yeah. That's a very traditional kind of barbecue that they have here in Catalonia that are made out of calzots, which are this kind of long green onion. Typically, yeah, you barbecue them and dip them in a nice sauce and stuff your mouth with them. But I had completely stuffed myself on the calzots themselves. Being a vegetarian, having this vegetable that's so celebrated here, it's sort of a novelty for me. So, yeah, I was absolutely enjoying myself. And then once I'd got myself completely full from them, uh, then the main course was then brought out. <laughs> and I was pretty worried actually seeing the, the size of the place in front of me then. And uh, the other thing that Elia mentioned was the Caga Tio, Christina, or as a purist would have it. A tío. Tío, just, you know. Or but this, just there's anyone a song that's that not goes, from Barcelona. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a song, Caga Tío, which... Yeah, I it's we've the pooping log. We've mentioned it before on the podcast, I think the Christmas one, the Catalan language one, so it's just a recurring theme. Yeah, it's this uh, log that kids hit with a stick and it poops presents every Christmas. At Christmas, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks everyone who got in touch with us. Really great to hear all those varied experiences the good the bad and the funny what about you Killian have you anything you want to share with our listeners um for me I think just moving here from Ireland I think the quality of life that I enjoy here is just so much higher than what I could get back in my home country anyway so for me living here is absolutely amazing yeah, yeah. I love it any 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 downsides um, I'm not sure I'd call it a downside, but w- one thing that really s- was a bit of a culture shock when I when I first experienced that was was the milk that they have here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like the I most commonly yeah. available milk um, here is is UHT milk, which is just completely different to what I'm used to back home. Yeah. Um, has a completely different taste, and it's not even kept in the fridge before it's opened. Yeah, uh, no, that's something I can 100% agree with you on. I always buy fresh milk as well. Like yeah, once you want, but you have to look for it. It's not. It's you do not, have to look for it. It's the special kind. That's yeah. the fancy kind over here. And what about you, Christine? It's not. Well, you grew up here, so it's not this. It's not the same. But maybe compared to other places you've lived, is there stuff that you like? Or yeah, stand yeah. Out? No, I I do like um, you know being able to walk everywhere here and feeling relatively safe at night compared to like other places where I've lived. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Um, in LA, nobody walks, and like you get looked at if you're walking on the street. Yeah. So I, I do, I do enjoy that. It's easy to get around. Yeah. Yeah. Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week, Christina? To give pumpkin. To give pumpkin. You know, in Catalan, <laughs> donar carbasa. Donar carbasa. Well, you've already told us what it means to give 
pumpkins. Okay, yeah, so nice yeah. Hall- Halloween themed one. Yeah, yeah, it's to be um, rejected. Be rejected. So. So like, if someone turns you down, you've been given pumpkin. Ah, uh, okay. And speaking of Halloween, it's one year since we did our first, very first episode of Filling the Sink. Which you might remember, Christina, you talked about Halloween. Yeah, Alan was talking um, about La Castañada. Mm-hmm. So check that out if you haven't heard it. Halloween versus Castañada. Thanks very much for joining me today, Christina and Killian. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Lorcan. And thanks to everyone who got in touch this week and told us their thoughts about living in Catalonia. We'll be back again with another episode of Filling the Sink next week. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adieu.